0: Hi, this is Chris.
1: And this is Elmi.
0: And we know something about astrology. I'm a Sagittarius. Elmi is a Scorpio. Today is Saturday, July 31st, and this is for July 31st through August 6th. We are having a very earthy weekend. Mm. If you like earth energy, this weekend is for you. Mars is in Virgo. The moon is in Taurus. What a great weekend to be practical and logical. Mm. There could also be a hint of nostalgia in the air. The Taurus moon wants us to be in the moment and enjoy the finer things in life. Mm. So have a drink and unwind if you're not into earth energy, if it feels a bit stifling or restrictive to you, some relief will come on Monday, August 2nd, when the moon goes into Gemini, and we get some air energy coming in that could give us all some breathing room. Mm. At the same time, with this earth energy this weekend, It might make things feel a bit more stable, uh, at least temporarily. We've had plenty of instability over the past year and a half. And this weekend, at least, you could maybe feel a bit more grounded. Um, Let's talk about Mars in Virgo. Mars entered Virgo on July 29th, and it's going to remain in Virgo until September 14th. Now, the last time Mars was in Virgo would have been August 18th, 2019 through October 4th, 2019. Mm. And, you know, I'm looking to Virgo Energy right now for help with good, clear, honest communication. Uh, There's a lot of confusion in the world right now, and I think Virgo is, is usually quite good. at just kind of giving you the information straight um virgo like scorpio does not suffer fools it doesn't like to play games uh and virgo's love language is acts of service Mm. virgo takes work very seriously and it's important that a virgo likes their job it's it's important that all signs like their jobs Mm -hmm. but for virgo energy especially with mars and virgo we do need to watch out for perfectionism we need to watch out for being overly critical of ourselves and others. Mm. Virgo does have a very critical side to it. Um, it's the opposite sign of Pisces. Pisces is that creative flow of energy that is not nearly as detail-oriented as Virgo. And Piscean energy says, hey, we are all one. Whereas Virgo says, uh, no, we're not. We're different. Uh, Virgo is not into participation trophies. Virgo is the food critic of the Zodiac. Hmm. And with Mars in Virgo now, we're going to be taking a more critical look at our lives over the next uh, seven weeks or so. And if anything, we're at least going to take a critical look at our closets and maybe rearrange things in our living room and declutter. I expect thrift stores to be inundated over the next several weeks as Mars and Virgo will inspire all of us to start tidying up both our lives and our homes. Definitely. Yeah, Virgo runs a pretty tight ship, okay? With Mars and Virgo, it's a good time also to focus on health. Health, diet, exercise, all that fun stuff. If your New Year's resolutions fizzled out back in February you might get a new sense of discipline now mm-hmm. you might feel motivated to go to the doctor for a checkup it's a good time for all practical earthy things like taking your car in for an oil change mm. or doing any kind of home improvement um, it's a good time for drafting a will anything that requires detailed work and anything that pertains to the material things of life mm. and as I mentioned it's great for cleaning virgo is the scorpio of cleanliness <laughs> it is not afraid to get into those grimy areas when it comes to cleaning and clear out all the gunk no matter how long it's been building up with mars being in virgo the flip side is that we might overexert exert ourselves we might overextend ourselves virgo energy can also be workaholic energy so we have to remind ourselves to take a break every now and then Virgo sometimes forgets that we are human beings, not human doings. Sorry, I always love saying that. Um, And it's okay to not be doing something all the time. It's very mental energy too. Our minds will once again be more active, which could lead to some trouble sleeping, uh, overthinking. So remember to take care of yourself. Mm -hmm. And fortunately, like I said, Virgo does care about those things too. It does care about health. It does care about diet, exercise. Um, and it's a good time for body work, too. Yoga, massage, seeing the chiropractor, that kind of stuff. Uh, Mars in Virgo is going to be a fast-paced influence. It's going to be faster moving than Mars in Leo. Virgo is, of course, ruled by Mercury. So things in our life and in the world could start speeding up again. And with all that mental energy it's also a good time for writing actually. Uh, we're, going to need to feel, uh, we're going to feel the need to verbalize uh, over the next handful of weeks. You know, We're going to want to use our words and communicate. Road rage incidents could see an increase too. Mars in Virgo is going to make us more prone to honk at people and communicate our displeasure with their driving skills. But in general, with Mars leaving Leo for Virgo, we're not going to be as focused on being awesome and being the life of the party. Our actions in general are going to take on a more practical, logical tone. Virgo energy isn't as much about the spotlight as Leo is. Virgo is more willing to work behind the scenes, and it's just more focused on work in general. It's not as interested in being sexy necessarily. It's more interested in being productive and efficient um i would say the songs that best sum up mars and virgo would be whistle while you work by the uh seven dwarves i guess car wash by Roy- rose royce because they say work a lot in that song you know And um, in Virgo, you know, Mars in Virgo does find the joy and the pleasure in the routines of life Um, and and in the kind of the mundane areas of life. Virgo does bring life to that, and Mars in Virgo will definitely bring that. Another great song would be Working for the Weekend by Loverboy, Working Man by Rush, Blue Collar Man by Sticks, 9 to 5 by Dolly Parton, and Almy's contribution, Taking Care of Business.
1: And I have one more, Work Bitch by Britney Spears.
0: Yeah, that's a good one, too. Brittany, yeah. Britney, um, yay. It's always a good time to say hello to Britney, and we're wishing her the best, as always. Yes. Um, so there's your Mars and Virgo playlist. Enjoy listening to those songs between now and September 14th. Elmi, you personally have Mars and Virgo. Yeah. And would you say that you have any routines in your life that you simply cannot live without?
1: Uh, panicking and hating myself. And uh, that's, that's my very Virgo routine. I don't ever get anything done with it. I just panic and try to clean up my life. And then the cycle just kind of like repeats itself.
0: Yeah, I guess that speaks a little bit to the overthinking I mentioned that Mars and Virgo can bring and being overly critical, uh, being a little too hard on ourselves, being a little too hard on others. But I also noticed you rearranging things in our living room, and I think I saw you pull the couch out away from the wall. Um, As someone who has Mars and Virgo, how did that feel?
1: um I don't know now I'm just agonizing over how I haven't finished it and I have to dust and clean the wall of like markings and hang up the new stuff so it it still doesn't feel very good because uh, it's not done
0: yeah but eventually it will be and, and it'll feel great but in the meantime that is some uh, Mars and Virgo energy for you oh yeah and for the Leo's out there or for lovers of Leo energy don't fret even though we are adding all this Virgo energy to the mix Just remember that the sun is still in Leo, and Mercury is still in Leo. Also, we're going to have a new moon on Sunday, August 8th, in the sign of Leo. So there's mm-hmm. still plenty of Leo energy to go around. Uh, I think this is a good time to transition to the Ask a Scorpio segment of our show. As I mentioned at the top, Almy is a Scorpio. She was born October 24th. She's been a Scorpio her entire life. Mm-hmm. No one knows what it's like to be a Scorpio as well as Almy does, unless, I guess, you're a fellow Scorpio but every week I like to ask Elmy a question or five to get her Scorpio take on life. And Elmy, yes. uh this week we're going to do a little trivia. Mm. Uh, as we know Elmy is a big fan of Disneyland yeah. and I thought it might be fun to see what Elmy knows about some of her uh, some of these Disney characters' sun signs. <sighs> we're going to start off with this guy called Mickey Mouse. Almy, as a Scorpio, do you think Mickey Mouse is A, an Aquarius, B, a Capricorn, or C, a Scorpio?
1: Um, Aquarius.
0: He's actually a Scorpio. Oh. And that was determined because Steamboat Willie, the first Mickey Mouse cartoon, I guess, debuted in New York on November 18th, 1928. Therefore, they say that Mickey Mouse is a Scorpio born Hmm. November 18th. How do you feel about that as a Scorpio?
1: I feel fine about that. Yeah. Okay, good. Yeah.
0: Um, next one, Minnie Mouse. Would you say Minnie Mouse is A, a Scorpio, B, a Leo, or C, a Cancer?
1: Oh, why don't you just tell me? I don't know when any of these characters were created, so you should probably just tell me.
0: Well, Minnie Mouse is actually also a Scorpio. Because really? she was also in the Steamboat Willie cartoon really? or short film, whatever they called them back then. Um, So she made her debut the same day as Mickey. So they're both uh, born November 18th.
1: I didn't know she was in that. Yeah.
0: Um, And if you look back, I mean, I got a little bit too into this. Uh, (laughs) Over the years, they did kind of celebrate Mickey's birthday in various cartoons just kind of based on whenever they wanted it to be. The November 18th birthday wasn't officially established until the 1970s, but it's been considered his birthday and her birthday ever since. Oh, okay. Um, I'll give. I'll just give you two options on the next one. Maybe that'll be easier. Is Donald Duck A, an Aries, or B, a Gemini?
1: Well, Donald Duck's obviously an Aries, but I don't know when they created him.
0: Technically, he's a Gemini. He yeah. was born no, June 9th, 1934. That was his debut film as well. Um, how about Goofy? Do you think Goofy's a Libra or a Gemini?
1: I don't He's not... The problem is none of these characters are anything. Like, you're just going from when they created them. But there's no way Donald Duck is not an Aries. You know what I mean? Sure. So I oh, disagree in a Oh, well, I mean, he could. I mean, he
0: could have an Aries moon. You know, he could have Mars and Aries. You know what? I mean, I have Donald Duck's birthday, June 9th, 1934. I can't look it up today, but I will report next week if he has some Aries in his chart somewhere. But
1: that's just when he was created. I think if you actually ask the creator, what sign is Donald, mm-hmm. They there would be a different answer. Do you know what I mean?
0: Well, as a Scorpio, it sounds like you want to get to the truth. Like you want to dig a little deeper than this <laughs> sort of surface information I'm giving. There's a little more beneath the surface, because right? Because
1: this isn't really what their signs are. This is their technical birth date. But I think that's very different from what the actual characters are. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I keep saying, do you know what I mean? And it's driving me crazy. So Goofy's a Libra.
0: Goofy... <laughs> It's a Gemini. All right, fine. (laughs) Okay, last one. I promise this is the last one. This is
1: agonizing. Never do this again.
0: Oh, you got it. Um, Last one, Danny DeVito.
1: (laughs) I was expecting a Disney character.
0: Danny DeVito did the voice of Phil in the 1997 Disney movie Hercules.
1: Oh, yeah, he did. Of course. Is
0: Danny DeVito a Taurus, a Scorpio, or a Virgo?
1: I thought he was a Scorpio from the last time we did this, but he could also be a Virgo. I remember we've talked about Danny DeVito before. Um, I'm going to say, in the spirit of the theme, I'm going to say Virgo.
0: He's a Scorpio, uh, but right. I'm going to give you that. You you said Scorpio first, so you yeah. got that one right. He okay. was born November 17th, and yeah. as we know, Walt Disney himself was a Sagittarius. A Sagittarius. So, okay. That concludes the Ask a Scorpio segment of our show. Thank you, Almy, as always. For participating. We appreciate it. Thank you. Now, for the rest of this weekend at least, I would say relax and unwind if you can. Uh, Again, that's what the Taurus moon wants us to do. However, there is a bit of Saturn energy in the air this weekend too, which could make us feel a bit down in the dumps. Mm. Um, On Sunday, Mercury will oppose Saturn. And the sun is also going to oppose Saturn. So our words, our communications could feel a bit heavy. And with the sun opposing Saturn, that could potentially put a damper on a party atmosphere. We might be a bit distracted by obligations, thinking about things we need to get done. But hopefully we don't feel that too much. Uh, The start of this week could be a bit manic, or at the very least, I expect to see a lot of communicating and a lot of ideas flying around. The main reason for that is that the moon will go into Gemini early Monday morning, and it's going to stay in Gemini until Wednesday afternoon. Uh, With Mars already in Virgo and now the moon entering Gemini on Monday, we're going to have a lot of Mercury in the air. And the planet Mercury works very quickly. And the other thing is that Gemini and Virgo don't necessarily work well together. Mm. Uh, Yes, they have the same ruling planet, the ruling planet is Mercury, but Virgo and Gemini also square one another. So it can be tricky to get those two on the same page sometimes. So it might be a little difficult to figure out or to filter out what information is useful early this week and what information is simply hot air. Uh, also on Monday Venus the planet of beauty and love will form a pleasing shrine with Uranus which means we could all be open to taking a new look at something Mm. or we might come up with an experimental or simply a new way of solving a problem Mm. Tuesday August 3rd looks like a pretty all-over-the-place day the moon will still be in Gemini so if nothing else we know Tuesday will not be boring But overall, the mood could see some highs and lows on Tuesday. Uh, The Gemini moon will form harmonious aspects with the sun, Mercury, and Chiron, but it will also be having issues with Venus and Neptune. And Mercury will also square Uranus that day. Mercury, the planet of communication. Uranus, the planet of innovation and also surprises. So we could see some kind of surprise on Tuesday. Uh, and, you know, in general, actually, the planet Uranus is going to be quite active this week. So there could be a lot of surprises this week. Uranus rules Aquarius, and we are continuing to move further into the Aquarian age. So Uranus is going to continue to play a big role for the foreseeable future. But for this week, at least, it's going to get some resistance from the Leo planets as it will not only square Mercury this week, it's also gonna square the Sun Mm. on Friday, August 6th. And when the Sun and Uranus form a square, well, we can feel a bit under attack maybe. Uh, The Sun is our ego. And Uranus is known for bringing change into our lives, um, usually unexpected change, seemingly out of nowhere. So watch for that kind of a shakeup. I mean, there's going to be a couple of these potential hits, um, both early in the week and towards the end of the week. Um, So if you do have any um, things that come out of uh, right field, I believe that's the term, um, just know that any kind of sudden change or any any shake up in your life it's ultimately going to be for your better good even if it doesn't seem like that at the moment Mm. uh if there's one thing i'd say about leo and virgo that they both agree on is that neither one of them is sure what to make of aquarian energy it's just a bit too out there for them so we're going to be seeing that push and pull this coming week between uh, you know tradition and innovation it's going to be spotlighted yet again this week and emotionally this week while there is that friction happening, we might also emotionally feel kind of spent because we're also moving towards a new moon. Mm. Uh, As I mentioned, we're going to have a new moon next Sunday. Yeah, I just love those new moons. I always feel so upbeat and energized. We're going to have a new moon next Sunday, August 8th, in the sign of Leo. Mm. And as the moon is waning, our emotions and our Patience could also wane. So, as always, take the high road when you can and avoid conflicts if possible if you're just feeling a little groggy this week. Mm. Um, last but not least, for anyone who has been missing cancer season, we will get some cancer energy back this week when the moon goes into cancer on Wednesday, August fourth, and it will stay there until Saturday, August second. or sorry, August seventh, which is my dad's birthday. Yeah.
1: And happy August birthday.
0: happy birthday, Dad. And August second is my sister Anne's birthday. Happy oh, birthday. Yeah. Happy Anne. birthday. Yeah, Leo's. So towards the end of the week, you know, also look for the focus to be family related. Anytime the moons in cancer family is gonna come into focus. Uh, And that's around the time, I believe, evictions uh, will start for people in danger of being evicted. That eviction moratorium thing is coming up.
1: Why are you throwing that in there? I'm
0: just trying to connect some of this stuff. I don't know. Uh, Wishing everyone the best with that, regardless of what the planets are doing, of course. And I also expect anything uh, school-related to be in the spotlight on Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday. As children and families gear up for what is already going to be the third school year, they'll be dealing with COVID. It's crazy. Um, no. But, um, you know, with Mars and Virgo and Virgo's connection to service, we haven't done this in a while, but I want to once again say thank you to the hospital workers, teachers, grocery store employees, pharmacists, postal workers, firefighters, police officers, all the other frontline workers who are helping us through this very uncertain time. Absolutely. And um, I believe that's it for my babbling. Almy's going to take us out with a deep breath. And I also want to give Almy a little plug. Um, There is an app out there called Insight Timer. And Almy has some meditation tracks on Insight Timer that you can listen to. And her name on there is simply Almy Rose. And they're great, and I listen to them regularly. Um, Almy, thanks so much for taking us out with a deep breath.
1: Oh, thank you. And thank you for another great forecast. And thank you all for listening and showing us your support. You can always follow us on Instagram at somethingaboutastrology. No, underscore is all one word. So now let's close our show as we usually do with a nice deep breath. You can get comfortable now. Close your eyes if you like or leave them open. Just kind of shake out any tension in your shoulders, back, anything like that. And now together we're going to take a very slow deep breath in through the nose. And slowly release that breath through the mouth. And let's take one more slow, deep breath in. Just hold that breath for a moment and slowly release. And last one, take a slow, deep breath in. And slowly release. and take this moment to shake out any tension you might still be carrying. I carry mine in my forehead. Release any tension in your forehead. Release any tension anywhere. It's a beautiful day. We have the whole weekend ahead of us, so no matter what you're doing, we hope it's a good one. Thank you again for listening, and we'll talk to you again soon.